Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayesh, Shir number 297. We're going to talk about showing empathy in your relationships, showing empathy in your marriage. And that is a real key, a skill to learn or to relearn in order to enhance your marriages and to have a real deep relationship. And you may not be able to solve your husband or wife's problems, but you can help them immeasurably with whatever problems they're having, emotional problems, other problems that they're having. You cannot solve it for them, but you could help them and you could alleviate the distress and you could help them get to the point where they could get the courage to solve it themselves. And one way of doing that is to show real empathy, true understanding about what your wife or what your husband is going through. Now what happens is that the longer you're married, under natural normal circumstances, uh, you become less understanding and less connected because what happens is, because of busyness or other reasons, either one of them or both of them decrease their habit or skill or will to be empathetic to the other. And what happens very often is when there is a breakdown in a marriage, it's usually not major events that cause the breakdown of a marriage or weakness in the marriage. Usually it's little things. And one of those quote-unquote little things is forgetting about empathy. The empathy you used to have early on becomes less and less frequent, less and less often. And when you re, re um, do your thinking and you reevaluate and you realize that this is a true key in true connection then, and you start practicing those skills again, you will learn that you will become a much greater human being, a true Ben or Bas Yisrael, and ultimately a wonderful wife or husband that you're meant to be. And very often all it takes is 15 minutes of empathy, of noticing things, and reacting to it in a healthy way. To express empathy to your husband or wife works. It works to heal a marriage. It works to help heal your human being. And one of those examples of how you do this is if your wife or your husband comes in to your room where you are now and they want to talk to you, Pay attention. Put the phone down. Listen intently. And listen carefully to what they're saying. And really try to let it register and with understanding. Find a quiet place maybe so there's no distractions. That is the first step. And then when they do talk to you about whatever problem they are having, you don't minimize their feelings. You don't say to them, oh, it wasn't a big deal. You don't tell your wife, 
you're overreacting, or it's that time of the month, or those type of insensitive uh, words. When you say things like that, it causes causes loneliness, causes isolation, causes the disconnectedness, resentfulness, and they start retreating in their own shell. So the key to empathy is to respond with affection, with a tenderness, sometimes even with some physical, non-sexual touch, holding of a hand, a hug. I'm sorry you're going through this. And a key is, is not to ignore or disregard what your husband or wife is telling you or suggesting to you. And you join them and you support them. And you always validate their feelings. For example, by saying, I see why this would upset you. It must have been terrible. I understand very much why you were hurt by this. And I, I, I realize now what you're going through. And it's not easy. And things like that. And not just to say the words, but to really do your best to listen and understand being in the shoes of your husband and wife in this matzav. And you help them with it. You validate their feelings. Don't ignore what they're saying. You respond with affection and tenderness. And don't try to just tell them a solution on how to fix a problem. Oh, it's no big deal. Because the key really is, is when they come to you, your husband or your wife, later, yes, you could see, you know, I have a problem, please, you know, let's talk it through. And then you could offer some solutions. But initially, when they're coming in a distressed mode to you, they're not interested right now in help you helping them fix the problem. They just want some compassion, that you care, that you care and you understand what they're going through, and that you're willing to support them. Are you willing to validate them? Are you willing to help them? Part of empathy is when each one senses from the other that it's a team approach. There's an aura when you share empathy that there's an atmosphere that you're sharing things together. Right? Two is better than one. And you help each other with everything that need that you can help with each other with. How many times people have told you or you heard from various experiences when people relate that, you know, I was down and out, I was in a bad matzav, I didn't know what to do, and I met someone in shul or wherever it was, and they said a certain kind word, and they listened to me, and how it transformed my life, how it mamish gave me a, like a tchias hamesim, an unbelievable feeling that I could live life again. How many people have done that for others over the years, over the decades, over the centuries? We hear so many times where people said, I was lonely, I was alone, I didn't know what to do, I didn't know where to turn. And this person came out and was compassionate to me. And it opened up in me a certain feeling of warmth and kindness and gave me the strength to move on. Why does that always have to be a stranger? It could easily be your own husband, your own wife, that you are helping and that you're ultimately truly, truly helping them and helping them change and helping them move on in life and helping them becoming the best they can be. 
Yes, it's true you can't control their behaviors. But the empathy, the right way, and when they feel that they are loved, when they feel that they are understood, ultimately, most of the time, they will say to themselves, I am worthy, and you find me worthy, and I'm going to work on those behaviors to make it better. You see the story with Aharon Akoyin? When he went to, to be, make shalom between a husband and wife or uh, two friends and talk to each one how the other one felt bad that they hurt them and they want to ask Mechila from each other and then they finally met and they embraced. And Aharon did that a lot. And he was being truthful. People think that, oh, he was just telling these stories and sort of manipulating the situation. We spoke about this before. They were not manipulating. He was not manipulating the situation because internally every Yid loves another Yid. There's just outside layers and he just peeled off those outside layers and to get to a point where they get to love each other. Part of this, it's clear from the Midrashim and other things, what are how he did this was also he got into the hearts of the people he was talking to. They sensed that he truly felt what they felt. He he sensed that if he went to, let's say, a husband that was hurt by a wife, or a wife that was hurt by a husband, he understood the hurt party. And then said, nevertheless, I understand you were hurt, and I feel bad about it, and it's true, and, and with compassion, but then explained the situation that your husband or wife did not mean to hurt you. This was Aharon Akoyan's way of making shalom between a husband and a wife, showing empathy and then being malamed schus as well. It really goes hand in hand if you think about it. Part of empathy is really truly being done like how schus, giving the person the benefit of the doubt. As you're sitting there with the room and they're coming to you and they want to talk to you and they pour out their heart, heart to you, and if you take that opportunity whether it seems mundane, seems trivial, that you don't say those harsh words, that, you know, what's the big deal? You're overreacting. What's wrong with you? Just snap out of it. Those type of harsh words. And you do the opposite. And you listen. And you say, I understand. I feel bad that you're upset. And it must have been horrible feeling hurt like this. And so on. And let's work on things together. Or let's listen. You know, whatever it is. But... The etzim listening with compassion does a tremendous um, does a tremendous good and heals in marriages greatly. So to summarize this year, to show empathy, to share empathy is a skill that we all have. It's something that we could learn and learn even to feel it inside. And even if right now you don't feel it fully inside, you feel a certain detachment. If you're in, in your mind, you know this is how I'm supposed to act. You start practicing it with an earnest, sincere um, willingness to listen, even if you're not feeling it yet, and then ultimately you will begin to feel it yet. And remember, the longer you're married, it's normal to get use this skill of empathy less and less. Unfortunately, it happens, and that is why many marriages get weaker as time goes by, but it does not have to be this way. It does not have to be this way. It could be the exact opposite. So even if things have not been going that well for a long time, if both of you, or even just one of you, Baha'u'llah, it should be both of you, 
make a decision that going forward, we're going to practice on that skill of empathy, at least 15 to 30 minutes a day to sit with our husband and wife and listen to what they have to say, listen to as they're talking to you, to pay attention, not minimize their feelings, to show affection and tenderness as you're listening and not ignoring them and not and not uh, saying things on nothing and validating their feelings and, um, and, and use a team approach that we're in together with this, you do all this, ultimately that empathy will heal the marriage. It will heal the husband. It will heal the wife. It will become a beautiful thing. If you both commit to do this for each other and you practice it 10, 15 minutes a day, we decide... We may be tired, whatever it is, and Shabbos do it more. The quality time together, but part of it has to be with improving and working on your empathy skills. It will do wonders for your marriage. It will bring so much simcha to your husband, to your wife, and to yourselves by practicing this. Hatzlocha and